Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio podcast with Seth and Jess. I was scrolling through Pinterest the other day, just getting all kinds of neat ideas, right? First of all, you on Pinterest, yeah. I cannot even. Really? <laughs> yeah, I cannot picture I do. you I on like Pinterest. It. Okay. I, I actually like it. There's a bunch of interesting stuff there. Okay, cars. There's a lot of car stuff that okay. I scroll through. But then I came across this little bit of um, inspiration, if you will. It was intended to be inspiring. And here's what it said. It said, when you can't find the sunshine, be the sunshine. Aw. <laughs> just made me sick. What a curmudgeon you are. <laughs> um, okay. I, you know what? I'm not going to disagree with you. Okay. There are times. Yeah. Here's how I heard it in my head when I read it. Mm-hmm. When you can't find the sunshine, be the sunshine. Okay. <laughs> and it just makes my eyes roll so far back in my head. I see brain. Yeah. And I just like, I'll be honest with you. My reaction is, shut up. Wow. What an attitude. Well, here's why. <laughs> um, and this is my experience, okay? When I am in a bad mood, apparently you think I'm there now, but when I'm, when I'm in a bad mood and I'm, I'm really down both on myself, on my circumstances, I'm just depressed, I guess. When I hear, hey, you know, if, if you can't find the sunshine in your day, create it. And it's like, look, I can't, I can't pull happy out of my head, right? I just I can't. Mm-hmm. I, can, I just can't create and go. Oh, you're right. I've decided. I'm in a good mood. I don't think that's reality. I don't think that's what happens in the real world. I know it happens on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Hey, God loves you, and you're going to be okay. Yes, I know God loves me, but right this very minute, I don't feel okay, and I don't see how I'm going to be okay. I'm I'm in a hole. I'm in a black, ugly, nasty place, and for somebody. I know their intentions are good, but when somebody comes up and says, you just got to be the sunshine, it's like, you just really probably ought to go away because you're not going to like what I'm about to say to you. And that's you know a nice I mean? way of saying it. Yeah. yeah and that's I would nice imagine, I, I would imagine right now there are a whole lot of people that agree with you. Um, I felt like that myself. And I think it just depends on how you're feeling at the moment you see that, where you are in life. Because naturally, if you are in a bad place, if you're in a bad mood, if you're depressed and you see something like that, you may not want to hear it. Right. And you may not. Somebody else scrolling through that, scrolling through Pinterest or Facebook or any social media, and they see something like that, it may be what they need at that time. Okay, I'll agree with that. Everybody is different. Everybody is at a different place. It's all about our attitudes and how we receive things. Mm -hmm. Some people need encouraging words. Some people need those affirmations. Some people, when they are feeling depressed, some people, when they are down, they don't want your thoughts and prayers. They don't want another scripture thrown at them. They just want comfort or they just want you to just listen. They don't want all of that thrown at them. Mm -hmm. And some people need those things. It just depends on... Where you are, it doesn't mean it's wrong. If somebody tells you, hey, be the sunshine, you may want to punch them in the face because you don't (laughs) want to hear it at the moment. It doesn't mean they're wrong. It just means you're not in a place where you can receive it. You know, I think it comes down to the genuineness. Is that a word? Did I just Mm -hmm. create a word? The genuineness of the individual giving the encouragement or the advice. Well, that's different than just scrolling through social media and seeing it. But if you are, 
if I am feeling depressed and I am having an anxious moment and I choose to go confide in someone that I am comfortable right. with confiding in. And you I'm, trust. And I trust. I have friends that know me well enough to know what I need. See, that's you got to know who to go to. I have friends that know that if I am having a moment of anxiousness, I don't want you to necessarily throw scripture at me. I may just need to lay my head in your lap or I just may need to cry Mm -hmm. and just have like, just like bear it all. I may just need you to pray with me. And I just, my friends that I go to know that's what I need. Now, if you go to somebody who doesn't really know you, has never seen you have a breakdown moment, has never seen you depressed, you cannot knock them for not knowing what to say because sometimes people just don't know what you need. No, if, that's true. if you go to someone and they see you are struggling and they're just like, I don't know what to do. Uh, uh, God loves you and I love you. Like, you can't get mad at them because people are trying. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If somebody, if you, you can tell if somebody is wholeheartedly, honestly trying to give you encouragement. True. Like, you can sense that. If somebody just doesn't know what to say, because people sometimes just don't have words. I've been there. Like, somebody's needed comfort from me, and I don't know what to say. Mm. Then you just... You know, you just don't know what to say. That happens. Yeah. But if you go to somebody and you are just bearing your soul to them and they're like, I'll pray for you. Like, you know, like, you know, when they're not genuine. But I mean, that takes discernment from you. But to just anybody who automatically gives you some encouragement to just brush it off and say, you're not genuine. I don't want your encouragement. Okay, that says a lot about you and your own heart. Well, I'm not I don't brush everybody off. Yeah, because, yes, there is a there is a a level of discernment that God has been able to bless me with. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always said my BS meter is extremely sensitive. Mm -hmm. Um, And when somebody when I feel you can see it in their eyes and you can hear it in their heart when they're talking to you, when they're genuinely trying to help you, even if they're stumbling all over the place, it touches you and, it, and it's meaningful. But it's, it's the individual that you mentioned just a minute ago that takes a quick moment and go, oh, you know, I'll, I'll pray for you. And off they go. That's who I'm talking about is, okay, there needs to be a practical application. Um, I was going through a really ugly time a few years ago. And I remember reading in Psalms about how David was praising and thanking God for all of the, you know, the, the trouble that God had brought him mm-hmm. through. And I remember thinking again, I know the one. Yeah. Shut up. I'm <laughs> going, I no, no, no. I, I know I do too. <laughs> yeah. Once I'm through it, then I go back and go, Oh, David, I know your heart, brother. I am there with you. Thank you, God, for bringing me through. But at the time, when things were so dark and I was in such a deep hole that I didn't see a way out. And I'm reading how God answered David's prayers, but I ain't getting nothing. But see, that's a that's a different level. It was a level. different perception. Because I think, was it Rick Warren who said the deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain? Oh, absolutely. I agree that's with that. That's a whole other com- level. That's Yes, it is. Yeah. And, that, and what it takes is experiencing the pain, the ugly— and, and God bringing you through it so that when the next pain and ugly happens, you look back and go, hold on. 
this thing that I went through a while ago, this divorce, this breakup, this this financial ruin, this this uh, major disappointment or failure, as I perceive it as failure, God brought me through it. And while those circumstances didn't exactly turn out like I wanted them to, I'm okay. Those around me are okay. That strengthens us. And in, and the way I see it is the next time we have that bumpy road, that trouble, we look back and go, okay, God took me care of me then. God's going to take care of me now. I know he will. Mm-hmm. And that gave me the strength and the ability to praise God through everything because I, and I hate to say it this way, but God proved himself to me before. Mm-hmm. And I, and I knew I could trust God. Right. Um, and so the, I'm all about the practical application of what God says in the Bible to the actual daily life. Um, I read, oh, Experiencing God uh, by Blackaby, I think it was. And he talks about how your faith has to have a rubber meets the road moment. And it's one of those times where you realize, okay, I'm not in control. What I'm praying for may or may not happen. I, I quit. Um, I quit holding on to it. I quit stressing about it, and I'm just going to let go of it completely. And and whatever God decides to happen, that's great. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. That's when your faith really hits the road. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what I'm talking about is that that when when we are in a deep, dark, ugly place, I need that type of of person that has been through it. I need that type of experience where somebody comes up and says, "Look, dude." I've been through a business crashing and burning. Here's how God saw me through it. I've been through a relationship that just completely, all of a sudden, without explanation, just went sideways and crashed and burned. And this is how God brought me through it. Those are the type of things that I look for whenever I'm in a bad place. Not, (laughs) you can find the sunshine. It's like, oh, you don't have any idea what I'm going through. So stop. I totally get that, but I learned a long time ago that um, when I'm in a deep, dark place, because there have been many of those for me, um, sometimes the encouraging words help, sometimes people help. Uh But at the end of the day, I don't need the encouraging words, I don't need people, I need Jesus. And And I'm not counting on anybody else to help me through. It's good to have people I can talk to. It's good to have words of encouragement. It's good to have comfort. It's good to have people that will listen to me or people that will give me those words. It's Mm -hmm. good to have physical touch and hugs. It's good to have all of that. But at the end of the day, for me, I don't need none of that. At the end of the day, I need my relationship with Jesus because when I am really walking through a storm, it's my relationship with Jesus that's going to get me through. Not scrolling through Pinterest, looking for an encouraging word, not Facebook, not my mom, not my sister, not my best friend even. It's me going to God, getting on my hands and knees and just praying or just talking to God about whatever situation I'm going through, asking for guidance, having faith, that is where my help comes from, not anybody else. Yeah. 
And I think for those that are either brand new to the faith Mm -hmm. or are looking at it like, hmm, looks interesting. This whole concept of relying on God for actual a physical, emotional reinvigoration, if if you will, it seems foreign. It's like, how can I get from God by praying what I get from somebody just coming up and giving me a hug and saying, dude, I love you. You're okay. I have physically felt it. I have been in a place where I was crying because I was so lonely. I needed someone to put their arms around me and tell me I was loved. I I can't express enough the the desperation that oh, I was feeling. I get feeling. it. Yeah. And I've needed that yeah. too. Like, I totally get that. I'm not knocking that. I'm, no, no. I'm saying it's whatever the individual needs at that time. And it was, it was in a moment of desperate prayer, literally crying and praying and just saying, God, I need somebody to wrap their arms mm-hmm. around me. And in my heart, Jesus held me and said, I love you. You are going to be okay rest, trust in me. And I'm telling you the physical alleviation of stress that, that, oh, that is exactly what I need. I felt it in my soul and in my heart. I felt it just as good, if probably better than if somebody had hugged me. Mm -hmm. And so my encouragement is, listen, if, if you're in that dark place and you are struggling and you think, oh, this whole... You know, how is God going to help me? I have, I am, I'm emotionally, physically strung out. I, I need something. I need something in my life. God will respond. God will answer that prayer and will make a definite change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I, I totally wholeheartedly agree with you. And that's your experience. And all I'm saying, going back to your original thought <laughs> Right. You were not in a place and you're you're not the warm and fuzzy. You're not the what? you're not the you are not the warm and fuzzy I... who's going to see something <laughs> and say, "Oh, that just brightened my day." That's not you. No, but it's not. somebody no. else may get encouragement from that. And yeah. so I all I'm saying is just because you may see something and you are not moved by it. It may not be what you need at the time. Right. Doesn't mean it's not necessary or doesn't mean, hey, stop with the friendlies. Stop with the encouraging right. little. It just means that, hey, for you and your heart, that's not what you need. But for somebody else's heart, it may be right on time. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. Today's podcast is made possible by the number one Amazon bestseller, Leadership Endurance by Brian Sanders. Inspiring and powerful leadership principles from the greatest leaders of all time, including Lincoln, Grant, Churchill, and FDR. Available now at briansandersauthor.com. Proceeds benefit your encouraging Spirit FM and the Positive Alternative Radio family of stations.